Welcome back to 5-Minute Radiography. My name is Jeremy, and I'm here answering some more questions relating to radiology for you. Today, someone asked, how many CT scans are safe to have in a year? Well, that's, uh, <laughs> that's an interesting question. That's like saying how many pieces of string are making up a spool of string. Each piece of string can be cut at different lengths, just like each CT scan depending on the body part, the type of exam, and a few other different factors, can have varying amounts of radiation. Now keep in mind, I'm not a physicist or a dosimetrist, so I'll answer as plainly as I can without citing research, but more from a patient care perspective. So CT scans use the same type of radiation that general x-ray machines do, but typically with higher doses than general x-ray. In medical imaging, we apply the dose-response relationship on a linear non-threshold curve. Now, that's not to be too scientific. What that simply means is the safest practice is to assume that any dose has a risk of producing a response to the tissue. That said, there's some other factors to consider. The type of tissue irradiated, some tissues more sensitive to radiation than others, like the gonads, the eyes, and lymph tissue such as thyroid, breast, etc. The age of the individual should be considered. Uh, you can look up the law of Bourgonier and Tribondieu. I hope I'm saying that right. I don't speak French. Uh, but that concludes that the younger the patient or the higher the mitotic rate of cells irradiated, the more sensitive to radiation the tissue is going to be. There's also variations in doses applied by the equipment. Each technologist should be adequately trained in radiation safety and should be taking into account various factors when prescribing the lowest necessary dose to obtain diagnostic quality images. Factors like tissue density, body part thickness, presence of pathology, and even different pathologies have different considerations, uh, presence or absence of contrast media, and even hydration level of the patient can alter the dose. Number of studies total. Now, obviously, the more CT scans you have, the more risk there is for radiation effects to be seen. In medicine, we typically refer to lifelong cumulative dose, though. Simply looking at a person's one-year exposure amount can provide predictive models for long-term effects, but if a person has varying amounts of exposure each year, that also needs to be taken into account. The type of equipment used should be considered as well. Put simply, the older the equipment is, the more radiation may be required to obtain the necessary images. Newer technology is always more sensitive to radiation, which allows for less dose to be needed and typically results in higher image quality for the radiologist to diagnose from. Currently, there's legal requirements to document radiation dose for each exam as part of a person's medical record, so these cumulative doses can be monitored by physicians. This is a great step in patient safety that has only occurred recently, given how long these modalities have been around. Now, I don't mean to get too political in my answer, but this is why we strive in our profession to opt for training programs for technologists who administer radiation doses to patients for diagnostic and or therapeutic imaging modalities. If you have a general x-ray, uh, a CT scan, 
undergo fluoroscopic examinations, either in surgery or interventional radiology or cardiac cath lab. It's my hope and most of the professions hope to make it a requirement to have educated, licensed, registered personnel operating that equipment. It is not currently a requirement in every state in the U.S., but it is where I live in California. Practiced safely, these imaging services can provide invaluable information to physicians, but without adequate safety training and education regarding dose limits, the risk is going to increase. In the U.S., you'll want someone who's ART registered, but you can also look for people who have specific state licensure as well to ensure your technologist has a basic concept of radiation safety. You can always ask for shielding as well. Every little bit of protection counts. Again, when practiced safely and effectively, the benefits of these exams far outweigh the risks of radiation-induced tissue damage. I hope this answered your question well. Feel free to reach out to me if you have a question. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at 5minrad, or you can leave me a voicemail at anchor.fm slash 5minuteradiography. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Music